Dante Parsha. I did it, dude. Welcome. Appreciate it. Welcome really to good. downtime, bro. How you feel, dog? I feel pretty good. Pretty good, man. How, how was lunch? She was great. <laughs> she was good. It was good. We just got back from Urbane Cafe. A cookie. That was a move, dude. SoCal. How do you how do you like that one? She was good. Yeah, dude. You know that's the thing about uh, cookies that like always gets me. I'm not like that big on sweets. You know, like I'll get a sweet every once in a while or something, but it's not anything. Like I'm not like I was when I was a kid. You know, for sure. But then when you see that fresh cookie, that's why I asked him. Like, did you guys make this, or did you just pop it out the bag, dude? Yeah. If they, if it's like fresh made, it's got a different taste to it, dude. Yeah, definitely like an oatmeal cookie or. Ooh, that's your joint, the oatmeal. Yeah. I like the oatmeal cookies. Mm, I like. Uh, I'll go with the chocolate chip. I don't want to get funky with it. Get like the white chocolate, something like true, that. True. You like the raisin? Nah. That's a crazy one, right? Yeah, raisins are pretty pretty crazy taste, you know? Like, yeah, dude. You ever think about that? Like, you're hanging out with somebody, right? Like, damn. Devontae, you're fucking cool ass, too. I like this dude, right? And you're like, hey, let's go to the liquor store. Hell yeah, let's go get some snacks. And then he's getting like a black licorice or something. He's like, what's up with this? Oh, yeah, yeah, no doubt. No, that's That's that vibe of a raisin for sure. For sure. Or they get a pack of raisins, you know, nah, this is all I need, bro. I'm ready to go. Let's fucking party. Damn, what kind of party is it going to be right now, dude? (laughs) (laughs) For your raisin party, you know? (laughs) Raisins. You know, I I heard that people put raisins in, like, a potato salad, dude. You ever heard that one? Nah. I don't think raisins have any business anywhere, you know, besides, like, and like children, yeah, because they don't know so, any better. For sure, once they know though, they try to not like them. <laughs> once they find like they're like, oh, this is dry, yeah, dry. What? I don't know what it is. It's I don't something even something dry. Some dried, but it's yeah. They, they don't know any better because they're just like they go from a titty, then they go from like mush, and they're like, damn, at least this thing. Yeah, I think in school, like when you're little. You get that celery with the peanut butter, mm. like the ant-looking guy. Yeah, mm. celery. Yeah, I After think that was. I think that's. I kind of dig celery with peanut butter, probably just because I was programmed for it. For you sure. know, for sure. Sure. eat some poor ass food, dude. <laughs> hey, whatever it happens, you know that's still good though. You know, still, for sure, still food. For sure, dog. You know, I think that that's that's one of the benefits of of growing up. I'm more of like. I don't want to say less fortunate, but just like getting by, yeah. getting by is like, you know, you know how to get by, you know? For sure, for sure. I think earlier today I went to, um, I went to Dollar Tree and we needed soap for the bathroom and I'm going through Dollar Tree and I'm like, man, how the hell can people be without, you could, be, you could stretch 20 bucks real far. But then I think, like, man, maybe people don't know. Yeah. But I think people now, they keeping up with the Joneses. You know? mm. So, like, people get, like, a little discouraged. You know, they're like, oh, what if someone finds me at Dollar Tree? 
Yeah. I'm usually at Target. For sure. You know? Yeah. People always want to. Hmm. You know, I never. Yeah, you know, I never even thought about that. Because, like, it's just in my blood. It's in my culture. You know, like, no matter. No matter how much money I make, like, I'll still roll into Dollar Tree. I'll still go to a thrift store. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? The Goodwill or something. Hell, yeah, dude. You always, shit, you might find something that you used to wear in high school or something. For sure. You come out dripped out. Like, damn, where'd you get that at? Don't worry about it. It's that rare website. For sure. (laughs) (laughs) That's the... that's kind of the thing about getting older, bro. It's like that band right there, Newfound Glory. That was one of my favorite bands, and uh, I was just looking like old T-shirts on online, yeah. just just like if I had one or something. And you see them there going for like 150 bucks. I'm like, damn, bro. So I'm vintage now, dude. That's since COVID. That's how it's been. Yeah. Like people, cards, skateboards, old skateboards. Mm. Like the market just went up, mm. like quick. Yeah, out of nowhere. Like it was, it was insane. Like you, I'm, I wasn't skating like in the '80s or anything, but like there's some '80 boards that are from the '80s. They're like ten grand. Oh you know? shit! Like this, I think this Tommy Guerrero board um, went for like seventeen. Oh my god! Seventeen, and like some of the uh, old girl boards too, the collect all like the ten boards to five boards, they go for a pretty, pretty penny now. Oh my god! Like it's, the market dude, it's it's crazy. People like that. They're old, their first board. They'll look for it. And for sure, like, that shit dope. Nostalgia, dude. I think we're in the age of nostalgia right now. Yeah, cause someone could be, like a. Faded tea that, but it's cost like, like a hundred or fifty. You be like, damn, like, shit, keep going. Yeah, you know, whatever you, you want, and how you look and how you want to present yourself, shit. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely I bring the vintage back, you know, or how like you know old skateboarding was, you know, like all fresh and shit, you know. Yeah, keep the freshness back, you know. You know, that's kind of why I present myself as a 16-year-old, because, <laughs> because you know, nostalgic, dude. Me and my, my son wear, like, the same clothes, and my wife always laughs. I'm like, what the fuck you want me to wear? What? I'm 38, dog. What does a 38-year-old wear? Dockers? Dockers with a polo tee? That's what you want me to wear? Yeah. You know? That's who you want me to be. Faded glory. You want me to have faded glory drip? Nah, dude. Literally, just bits back in style. No, baggy jeans, too. Yeah. And baggy it costs jeans. a lot. Yeah. It's insane. Jinko, like, remember those ones? Jinko? The big, the big yeah. ones. I don't know how if that was really skater or if that was more like Brave. goth. Yeah, right? Cause they'd be putting like big crosses and shit in the back of them, mm-hmm. just like sneaking all kinds of shit inside. <laughs> like, put a whole board in there. Yeah, <laughs> what are you doing, dude? Pull out an umbrella. Are you? <laughs> it's the summer. You could pull out a ledge or like your rail or something. 
A three-piece rail, dude. I got the rail. My boy's got the legs. Let's put that shit together. Crazy times, dude. It's just crazy. I think that that's... Honestly, I think that's why nostalgia is, like, super popping right now. Is because everybody's missing the good old days. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You feel me? Definitely. Definitely, because... And it's good, you know? Like, bring it back. Like, Why not? Like, I like 90s hip-hop. Like, that's all I listen to, you know? Hell yeah. Like, I love the old stuff, you know? It's more of a vibe, you know? You feel it. It's mm-hmm. more of a feeling than more, like, you just buying it. For sure. You know, it's like, you go buy the, uh, or you go get the vinyl of Illmatic. Mm. You know, you gonna be like, oh, t- this is it. You know, I love yeah. it. You know? Hell yeah, dude. I remember I was... Things are just physical you know is now you know well we're we're losing we're losing the physical stuff everything's becoming sure. digital you know kids sure. that kids this their age like teens they don't know what it's like to open up a cd true and that's right when we did that it didn't even didn't even cross our mind that this was something special but it really was you know going to like sam goody or something Fry, yeah, paying 17 bucks for one song, <laughs> yeah, one True. song, dude, True. and the rest is just bullshit. Yeah, they have four remixes of the one song, they have sure. just the vocal. Why the fuck would I want just the vocals? You're taking air, you take the beat, all right, this one is just the drums, and the next one is just the but vo- why would I just want the vocals, dude? Yeah. Uh huh. Um. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what? Are... We in here? Uh huh. Is just missing the rest of the beat. Like that's crazy. I was we were gonna hustle back in the day. Oh yeah, and you bring your own CDs after, you know. Yeah. And that was like, you know that that era was pretty pretty quick. That was the, the beginning of the end, dude. If you CDs and if stuff. you think about it, like with everything. So technology came around and it was like okay first it's for like bookkeeping or whatever they used it for yeah you know horse races they show who won the mm-hmm. horse races whatever dude but then once like the hackers started coming around and burning mm-hmm. burning cds and then just fucking up the music industry and then like oh hold on hold on what is this what is this internet thing and then eBay. Oh, yeah, yeah, eBay. You know? Beanie oh, yeah. Babies. Oh, yeah. oh, my grandma used to have a lot of those. Damn. Like, she used to have a lot. Did she a have Princess? Princess um, Diana? Mm, not really. She had a lot of, like, the Bean Babies and Furbies. Mm, um, Furbies. Like, that's the person that bought me my first skateboard. Your grandma? Like, my great-grandma. Oh like, really? Yeah, like during this time, I was like 13 years old. Okay. And I um, I went to school, and so I was in um, uh, I think, kind of like um, middle school, going to uh, high school. Okay. And uh, at this time, I was in PE class, and I uh cut my knee, and um, had to go to the doctors and stuff because I had to get stitches. Mm. And uh, they checked my blood pressure, and it was all high, like too high they're like they're worried about me they're like really concerned and then 
So like I had, I went to uh, Chalk, the Ch- Children's Hospital of Orange County to get my first surgery. But when that happened, um, my grandma told me, I was like, you're gonna have to find something fun to do because at the time I didn't know, like you have to pass physicals to uh, play sports and stuff. Mm. You gotta be like oh, pretty healthy. Okay. Because they're not gonna let like someone just go play and like, facts. you know? So I seen, I was riding BMX bikes mm. and I seen a skateboarder, one of my homies that I know. And then I would be riding my bike while he's skating and stuff. And that's the person I asked, uh, can I get a skateboard? And I, she bought me one. She was like, here, how much is it? Go. And I went and got it. And then from then, it's something that I, I stuck to forever. Yeah. And had fun and enjoying it. And I tell people all the time, like, certain things like sports and stuff, you be taught. You know, you can be taught how to hit a ball, kick a ball and all this stuff skateboarding you can't be taught how to skateboard you know or skating you know it's all like you yeah and how you perceive your style you know for sure you know someone could teach you don't get me wrong but it's gonna be after that teaching you know you're gonna have to move on for yourself you know dog i had somebody try to teach me how to do a tray flip it was like two hours my legs were spaghetti mom spaghetti done bro i still didn't land it it happens man like Smack my head a couple times. It's a lot of trial and error, you know? Yeah. Like, a lot. Like, hitting your shin, you're like, damn. For sure. Like, and then you do, where you do the little Scooby-Doo, you land it, and you're not, wasn't prepared, mm. and you flat, you, and you're like, you know, Oop. you got, yeah. That's a That's, motherfucker. <clears throat> you know what, dog? You brought up Furbies. You know, my, my wife, she'll always be talking shit. She had four Furbies when she grew up. I said, motherfucker, you were rich. Four yeah. Furbies? That's a lot of money. I ain't never had one Furby. I think I had one. Because me and my sister used to get those when we were younger. And then she had a lot of gems, dude. Because at the time, she well, say we get a Happy Meal or something, and she'll keep the toy. Mm. She was that, that type of person. Like She already knew in her head, like, oh... Facts. Some of this stuff, you know, you got to keep, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I wish I, like, growing up skating and stuff, I wish I would have done the same and saved some of the boards that, like, were kind of given or, like, you know, yeah. or I bought, you know? Because it's like, dude, that shit is decent amount of money. Or not money, but, like, you know, you put stuff on your wall and stuff. You For sure. I think she even, like, cut the hair on Furby, one of them. She had, <laughs> she was able to just... You know, fuck this Furby. This is my good Furby. This is my whatever Furby. This is my sleepover Furby. This is my school. I was like, damn. Bro, we probably got one Furby for Christmas for the whole family. <laughs> this is your this is your time to play with them. You know, this is my time. Who's already jacked up? <laughs> You're like, what is this? This it's is a, a firm nah. This is a Fergie. I had a Fergie, dude. Uh, sad. Shout out to my wife, though, bro. I always tell her about my past and shit. She'll be laughing. She's like, damn, you're poor, dude. You see the blue Mac, <laughs> the blue box Mac. Yeah. And my uh, my little nephew came over the other day. And then she was like, oh, do you want macaroni? She, he said, do you have the deluxe? And she's like, what the fuck? What are you, what are you talking about, deluxe? And I was like... Come here, babe. This is poor talk, okay? 
the deluxe is the Mac that has the cheese in the the foil where you yeah. squeeze it out, not For the sure. dust. Yeah. So when we had the deluxe, bro, that was, was my it? pops. My pops moved a couple bricks that week, dude. <laughs> For sure. <dude. laughs> hey, you know, you, you got to eat good, you know. Yeah, dude. Of course. Something tasty, you know. For but sure. Like, but I don't know, man. Like that stuff is. It grows you. It's character, character, for sure. Character, because, like, shit, you could be traveling, you know, you can't just be eating high. Well, you could eat high end, but, like, you know, you got to sometimes ration stuff out, you know? Yeah. You can't just be eating Benihana's every day or, you know, or something expensive, you know? Yeah. Sometimes you just need to bring it back to the level, you know? Yeah. I never mind that, dude. I always... I can always eat a, you know, cheese sandwich, grilled cheese. Ooh. You put a lot of butter on that, that motherfucker is gourmet. Mm. And then once it's done, cut it, separate it, cheese, and then you get, like, garnish. Yeah, Sizzlers, oh, bro. Oh, yeah. You're a sizzler. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Shit, you, hey, you got to make the little things and make it brighten them up a little bit, you know? Yeah. Add a little something else, and you're like, oh shit, like this is add a little bit more taste, yeah, a little bit more gourmet. This, you know? Yeah, what does do? From something okay to something great. Yeah, for sure. You know? Yeah, no, that's what it's all about, bro. But yeah, if you've never been through that, like you don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> like, there's probably people that don't know about Dollar Tree. You know? What yeah. the fuck is that place? Or the 99. 99. I think it's like one twenty nine now, bro. Oh yeah, they went up. They found they found out. They're like, oh, we can't do the dollar no more. We or dollar oh five anymore. We gotta bring it up. <laughs> oh fuck, we gotta bring it up. Like we, because they yeah. did work, man. They did the work. It's, How are you gonna get a whole loaf of bread for a dollar, bro? That don't make no sense. You better, you better. That bread is gonna last for two days. You better eat that quick. You like, you, you gotta, gotta get rid of the outside pieces because those are done already. The first three here, <laughs> those, those, those are Toss done. Them, those are done. You probably about six slices left, dude. But yeah, ninety nine. That was the joint. Oh yeah, definitely skating wise, you know. Ooh, for sure. Like, bro, you're out there skating. You're not gonna go to no Whole Foods. Yeah, hell no, bro. Or or something like you know you want to get or something dollar you got quick in your change. Boom, go get a water, mm. a gallon of water. You know, or yeah. some chips, or even like how you said the bread. You know, get a peanut butter jelly sandwich. You know, you quick, bam. You know, shit. You know, you know what the joint was back in the day was. Um, when hot and ready first came out oh yeah yeah, yeah. 4.99 hot and ready you and a couple homies split that you know dollar 35 each <laughs> always that that's the best about skateboarding and the whole like community of it like yeah. you know shit there's not much that you, i mean the littlest things you know bring out like a, a lot you know yeah like the pizza and stuff dude like hell yeah you we all out here just Probably eat one slice or two. Yeah. With like 10 of us, you know? Somehow made it all like it's For family sure. shit, you know? Yeah. Like and we all eat, you know? And then you got the homie who don't eat the crust. 
Give yeah. me that. Give me yeah. that shit, dude. Always. Fill up. And Always. what what about this one, bro? Yeah. Hot and ready, if anybody don't know, that's Little Caesars. Little Caesars Hot and Ready. About like probably like the mid nineties is when that came out. I think that deal came out and they just slaughtered the game ever since then. I mean now it's like damn near like uh Domino's pricing. Mm, you know? Really? Yeah. It's like seven bucks for a pizza now. Really? Well, in, in IE for me, you know. Got you. Well, inflation five two bucks twenty years later, thirty years later. That's I'll give it to him, bro. It's about time ninety nine bumps up to one twenty nine. Unhealthy, but it's good. Yeah, you know? live life. But what about uh McDonald's came in the game, dude, with the twenty nine cent burgers? You remember that shit? Twenty nah nah, dude. There was a time where it was 29 cent burgers or 39 cent cheeseburgers. It'd be like that guy on Popeye, bro, just eating mad burgers. 29 cents, 10 burgers. That's 290. Damn. For 10 burgers. What the fuck was in that burger? And if you're paying $2.90 for 10 burgers, how much do they actually pay for that shit? Cent probably. (laughs) Shit. They get paid to make it, dude. Yeah, you know, I used to pull up to McDonald's. I don't eat it more that much, but get a little chicken sandwich and mm-hmm. go skate. You know, for sure, that's a big nugget. You know, so you get the the patty of a chicken chicken sandwich, and you get a nugget. That's mm-hmm. about four nuggets. Yeah. You get two of those, cut it up. That's way more than what if you were just to buy the nuggets themselves, plus less of the. Uh, the fry, yeah, you know, cutting that out so it's a little healthier. <laughs> Living life. So anybody listening right now that thinks that you're poor because you're making five thousand dollars a month, hit me up. I can, mm-hmm. <laughs> I can show you how to stretch that. Well, you, you got stretch it, man. You know, you probably ain't nah. gonna be the healthiest, but shit. All you need to do is skate. You know, yeah, do something something healthy. You know, you're right. Dude. That's it, cause. You can eat all bad if you want, but it's all your performance-wise. Because mm. like, you can be healthy, but not be able to run, you know? Yeah. Or you could be non-healthy, and you could be able to skate all day or work all day, you know? Yeah. Damn, you know, I never thought about that because, like, even if even if you're, you don't eat the healthiest, but you're literally working out all day, it's got to even out somewhere. You know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. As long as you're getting like water, as long as you're you're drinking water, maybe some celery, get some celery real quick. Yeah, or get a little acai bowl or something. Something, bro. Head of lettuce, you know? Yeah, there's a lot of healthy stuff you could... I'm pretty sure a head of lettuce right now is probably like four bucks, three bucks. You get some cans of tuna, bro, that's, that's... dinner that's breakfast lunch and dinner right there that's crazy man i hope i don't have to live like that ever again <laughs> but you know sometimes you just gotta make it you gotta go forward you know you can't just you know that's the only thing i know is going forward life is what you make it right life is what you make it so you're about 13 and you get your first skateboard yeah how'd that feel that shit felt really, really great, man. Yeah. It felt something. It felt like something that's... 
I'm not saying it's, it, it felt like something that was true to myself. Mm. It didn't feel like it was like, when I was start skating, it kind of felt a little off. But like I, after I started skating more and meeting people, I got definitely gotten better, you know? Yeah. The understanding of skateboarding, you know? But yeah, that shit was good, dude. I love it, dude. Yeah, it's not like karate or something where they're like, you gotta go do it. You're like, I don't wanna do it. You gotta go, you know? And this is just straight passion, you know? You're Facts. Just, skateboarding is like, takes daily, you know? You gotta do it daily to yeah. notice or like, you know, keep going. Yeah. That, uh, that first trick that you get, whether it, the first trick is being able to stand on that board and push and not fall. That's the hardest thing. Mm-hmm. If you can do that, you're good. You don't need to do anything else. I recommend everybody, everybody listening, everybody should be able to ride a skateboard and to be able to balance, you know? Yeah. There's like, there's nothing like it, dude. It's it's such a beautiful feeling. And it's like, you're, it's, you're just floating, you're surfing, dude. Yeah. You're like a bird flying low, just chilling, living life, you know? Just coasting. So when you first started, was there any sort of like, like skate culture or like a group of skaters or anything like that? Yeah. Yeah, I, I uh, had a couple of people that skate with growing up and stuff, and it was super fun. You know, we had a skate shop called Utility Board Shop. Okay. And um, they 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 helped me out so much. Like, here here is here's a little quick story. So I was chilling at a skate shop, right? And um, different different skate shop than the skate shop that I went to. So I went to Active and got a complete. Mm. And I got the complete when I went back to that other skate shop. I didn't know you can't just go to the skate shops and come back with the their board. And like, <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, that's so gang I, shit. So I pulled up with an active board at the utility shop, and they're like, "What are you doing? You come here like all day. You didn't want to buy it. like it didn't make sense." And I was like, "Oh, my bad." And after that, I was stuck with them. They helped me out with so much stuff. If there was a signing, board signing, or anything, they'll tell me going front, not in front line, but like. They make sure I was getting yeah. stuff, you know? And that was probably, like, kept me going from skateboarding. Yeah, th- hey, that's yeah. facts, you yeah. know? Like, that, that That's facts because, like, um, <clears throat> there's a shop out here, f- Five Points, that I, like, grew up going to. Like, dead ass yeah. grew up going to, bro. And then it just started going to shit, dude. And then one of the last times, it, like, super disrespect me. This is like 2021 as a grown ass man. And I'm like, nah, fuck five points, bro. So that's actually what motivated me to open up the shop here, you know? Mm-hmm. So anytime we see somebody with like five points gear on, I'm like, man, fuck five. I won't say it because I ain't trying to disrespect nobody that I don't even know. But in my head, I'm like, your kid looks real stupid with a five point shirt on, dude, you know? We went to X Games and we see like a family with rocking all five points. I'm like, take that shit off. But trying to stay positive with life, you feel me? But it's true. It's true. You can't go. (laughs) You can't go from a mom and pop shop and then go to active. That's what happened, man. (laughs) That's what happened, man. You're lucky they didn't pack you out, bro. But like (laughs) after that, I found out like they seen more in 
they seen more in me than myself, you know? Yeah. At the time, like, I was 13 years old, you know? Yeah. Like, first, like, probably like a year in, they were like, here, dude, we got you. Don't even, like, no, we, they just seen the passion in me. Mm. Like, they already seen, like, how I don't really, like, it wasn't a phase, you know? Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, I'm just going to skate and just put it up to the side and don't skate. They are like, oh, this guy's going to be skating everywhere. We know. Yeah. And then, yeah, they were shot me discounts anytime I needed anything they're like boom got you that's what's up one of the workers he had um, he would skate a board a day and he was like here I'll give it to you for 20 bucks brand new board every day a new board like every day oh he shit he would be skating brand Damn. new boards like almost every day that's stunting bro because the skate shop was sort of mom and pop but what like it's they had a lot of people that kind of like taking advantage type you know got it you know like Pocket and stuff. For sure. And they lost their whole bankruptcy type and they oh, just no went way. away. And then it took years for another skate shop to be in Upland, you know? Mm, okay, so this shop was in Upland. Upland, California. Okay, got you. Man, that's sad, bro, because... Yeah, I feel you, dude. There was a shop out here. It was called White Sands. And that was in the, the mall here in Ventura. Now, that shop, that was a good shop, man. The guy, I forget his name. Um, anybody listening to OG knows who I'm talking about. Bigger, heavy set kind of guy, long blonde hair. Good dude, man. Really good dude. Um, shout out to him if he's still around. Hopefully he's still around on Earth, man. Much love to that guy. But White Sand is a good place. But yeah, it's like it's that's that's one thing with skate culture too. Is 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 it brings kind of like people with lower morals, you know? It's like man, this is someone's. This is someone's job, bro. Like the owner is some guy that's trying to like make it. Trying to make it happen. And he's providing a skate shop for this town. Like how many like, how many skate shops are there in, in a town, dude? Not many. I w- maybe two. For sure. Even if, right if, now, if, if. there's at most three skate shops in Ventura. You know? And yeah. two of them, us and Black Hole Skate Shop, are within the last year or two, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, damn, you're going to, like, support somebody else besides support support them who are trying to make it happen, or you're going to steal from them or whatever. Yeah, like, that's just... I mean, I get it, bro, you, but... You can't shit where you stay. For sure. You Go steal from Active. Or Zoomies. Or Zoomies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just joking. Just joking. Just don't joking. steal. Just joking. Don't, For, steal don't don't ever steal because like yeah. that shit comes back to you. Karma. Like I feel I feel any bad thing that you do comes back to you. At least the way that I I look at things and the way that I interpret like the universe and you know karma and things like that, bro. I I, I feel it whether. It's tangible whether you could say like, well, this happened because you did this. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, I know. I could feel it inside because when my tire blows out and I'm like, fuck. First thing I think of was like when I hustled somebody for their rims or something like that. You know? For sure. And the skate shop, the utility board shop was like the only skate shop that was doing signings and oh, demos. Oh, shit. Like, like I seen... Plenty of teams like DVS when Skate More first came out. Mm. They did like a little tour over there. Dennis Busnitz, uh 
first shoe for Adidas, Paul Garriga's first shoe. Like, I seen a lot. Like, it was, because you don't see that no more. Like, yeah. It'd probably be rare. Like, maybe if they're from there. But yeah, like for sure. Yeah, it was just, I just seen pros, you know? And I was like, damn, this shit's crazy. Yeah. Like, like it's crazy. Like, it's different from seeing someone on the, the video than seeing them skate in real life. is like, nuts. Yeah, especially back then. Yeah, because it's you, no Instagram. Yeah, you, yeah, no social media. How the hell are you going to see these people? You know? You ain't, you ain't going to do it, especially if they're not from your city. Should be back to LA. For downtown sure. Downtown or something. Like yeah. You'll find anybody. Yeah, if that. I guarantee today... If we went to a skate park in L.A., we'll see somebody. For sure. For sure. Definitely a yellow park. Yeah. Yeah. You go to a yellow park? <laughs> Why is that? That's funny because that's the first thing that came to my mind. It was like Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase. Or else <laughs> room, like, you know, like, that's training grounds for people. Like, it, it's, skateboarding is definitely, cha- it's crazy. It's crazy. Chevy Chase, that's a motherfucker, bro. Why is it so slippery? Oh, my God. I busted my ass there just standing still. I've fallen. How the fuck that happened, dude? Does. You always... That's something that I don't understand. Like, at skate shops... I mean, skate parks and stuff, they have, like, dust around, like, the sand, little pebble stuff, always around the skate park. Yeah. And then, then someone gets hurt, like, they're just like, oh... How's there sand? Like, it ain't even close by the beach. And it's just... Dirt going in the skate park and it's just dirty, not dirty, but like slippery for sure. Yeah, because you can't even. It looks cool, mm-hmm. you know. You can't even see it. But I wonder if it's it's like pollen too. You know what I mean? Probably everything. Yeah, yeah. there's a um, real dope skate park out here in in uh, Oxnard. Yeah, you ever been in that skate park? It's dope, bro. Really I've tight seen park. It. Yeah, I've seen it. It's tight. Um, Uto went there one time. I saw a clip and he was there. That's a bad man, bro. Bro. I don't know, man. I think he's probably the GOAT right now. Yeah. We were actually having that combo, you know, and saying, like, maybe this is the next replacement for Nyjah. Bro, have you seen him skate vert? Mm, Well, that's what I was saying. At Oxnard, he was airing out of the big bowl. I won't even even drop into that. there's clips of him doing like I think five forties like with ease. Really? Yeah, with ease. Damn. Super, super like Tokyo, they're all Japan. They taking over for the sure. Skate industry like they're just take like even like contests. You know, shoot. There's no sad to say like there's no Americans that are making like they're on top doing top. You know, top three or something. Yeah. You know? Four. You know who? Well, it was Brazilian. X Games. Yeah, it was just um. You took uh, he took uh, first place for best trick, and in women's, the uh, I know it was like I don't when I stopped watching it, the third place was like a little Japanese girl, like fifteen years old, swagged out, bro, swagged out. I don't know her name, but I think we're probably talking the same one that she does with no like it's swag, bro. Face just like yeah, I just did that. Mm-hmm. I just did that. Yeah. My sister was telling me that they have an actual school. So instead of them going to traditional school, it's like a skateboarding school. No, oh, yeah. That's crazy. That makes sense. Yeah, different areas have different, um, like how with soccer and stuff. Like, you know, like 
shoot, like they better you better keep on doing it. Mm-hmm. You try and make it out, you know, making out where they come from, you know, like for sure. going to California, you know, like the big dreams, you know, as a skateboarder or you know is California. Like, yeah, you th- just to make it. You think about it like this, right? So if you want to play, say here, if you want to play soccer professionally, you got to get into college. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure there's other steps, but the 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 route that I would see would be to to get a scholarship to go to college to play soccer. Why the fuck isn't there just a soccer school? You know? True. Why can't you be sixth grade and up mm-hmm. and learning the basics of math or whatever, but then you're learning if this is what I want to do, why do I gotta wait till I till I graduate high school to do that shit? You know? I think that that's why we're gonna get left in the dust, man. We're super late. For sure. That's like that's like trade school. You think of trade schools, but yeah, all that shit's till after high school. Bro, I don't use any math outside of like fourth grade. You show me how to multiply. I'm straight, bro. That's it. And if you were to tell me math in money form, that's it. It's easy. It's easy to me. Yeah. I was helping my son with math, and I'm like, dog, you don't need this shit. You don't need none of this shit. And your teacher that's teaching you this shit, like, she don't like her job. Who the fuck would want to be a math teacher, bro? For sure. I, I could see if you would, like psychology or history or something yeah math dog and then they do that other that new stupid math where it's just like it just keeps coming down Mm -hmm. like tetris like what kind of shit is that (laughs) i know the answer i just did it in my head but i gotta do all follow the rules the fuck out of it that's what it's about following the rules dog yeah like definitely in yeah, you definitely go to school though. Like, yeah, you know, for cause, sure. Because that's the stepping point, you know. You can't because it's momentum, you know. For sure, the way that I see school and the value that school brings is it brings discipline. No matter you like it or not, you gotta do this shit. And that's why I tell my son, you don't have to like this. You're not gonna like your jobs, and you gotta do that shit because you're gonna have to put food on the table. Sure. Now, if you want to do something that you like. You're going to have to figure something out and you're going to have to take those extra steps because life isn't designed for you to like your job. Yeah. You yeah. got to work, you know? You got to hustle. Regardless of the situation, you mm-hmm. just got to go. Cause no matter what. Shit, you don't want people to see you fail, you know? For sure. Or, you know, or look at you different or talk to you different, you know? Yeah. Because just, yeah, man, like, I've learned, I learned a lot, man, like, growing up and shit, so, like, you know, you just gotta keep moving forward, like, you, like, going to school, handle that, like, I, I, I should've, uh, finished, like, a while, like, I finished a while ago, but I should've been more focused on it, you know, mm. definitely should've been more focused on finding, not finding something to do, but, like, when it was happening, I should've just done it, yeah. instead of trying to, like, not do it and you know just not do it there's one thing I tell him dog I said it's like it's hard now but it's easy later or you want it easy now it's gonna be harder later that's what anything in life bro so my mom told me she was like you I forgot that lyric from uh, Outkast but Outkast said it and it was like damn 
yeah, you should have listened to what your mama told you, you know? Mm. You know? Yeah. Mom always knows best. MKB, you know? Yeah. So you're about 13 years old skating, dog. What does is, what is life look like outside of the skateboard in general? Like, paint a picture of where you came uh-huh. from. Shoot. Um, a single-parent household. Um, me and my sister. Um yeah, I just had to find something to do, you know, in the IE, you know, like a lot of people usually are, they'll drink or they're on drugs, mm. you know, it's either that or on the street, you know, so like, I just had to keep going, like, like, um, yeah, I don't know, just had to keep going. Yeah. Like. Cause I was dealing with the whole adrenal gland thing, and it was like, it was kind of rough because I was 13 years old, and I never told anybody that had uh, the VHL and stuff. So like it was, I didn't want people to feel sorry, and um, get the easy way out of everything, you know? Yeah. It's easy for someone to be feel sorry and like here. Here, 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 here. For sure. Instead of not working for it, you know? I'd rather work for it than get it handed, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we were talking about that earlier. Let's get into that a little bit. So when did you actually find out that you didn't have the adrenal glands? Well, it's, you always have adrenal glands. Okay. You have adrenal glands. It sits on top of your kidneys, and it gives you your fire flight. And um, I found out that I had VHL when I was 10 years old, but didn't have symptoms until I was 13. What is VHL? Uh, it's this rare cancer called. It's this rare cancer. It's when your blood vessels turn to knots, and whatever the knot it is, it grows into like a a tumor that could be cancerous or it could be benign. Okay. So like, if it's on your pancreas or your kidneys, it could be cancerous. There's a chance it could be cancerous. But the adrenal gland, um, I'll be sweating. It'll be like mid like nighttime. I'll be outside and it'll be cool. And I'll be sweating, and my family will be like, "Are you okay?" And then there's there's been times after the surgery and stuff when I was 13 years old um, that I would be like kind of fainty in a way when I'll be skating and stuff, and like people are like, oh, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "I'm fine. I'm just something that I have to deal with, you know." Because mm. I asked my doctors, and they're like, "Yeah, this is this is life, you know, life with one adrenal gland. You just gotta kind of deal with it." And then fast forward. To 2016, I got my other removed. My other, you have two. You have a right and left one. And I got the other one removed. And um, I have to take steroids for the rest of my life. Uh, hydrocortisone and fludrocortisone. Mm. On the daily, like from 12, 4, I mean 8, 12, and 4. And then at that time, like I said, I didn't really tell anybody that with my condition and stuff. So it was kind of like. It's kind of hard for a 13-year-old to tell a 22-year-old life is not that hard. Um, just keep going. They're going to be looking at you like, you're a kid, dude. Like, what you know? Yeah. Regardless. Yeah. They're going to be like, what you know? And I'm like, I have this. And then I'll be like, uh, I don't want to tell them. And mm. then it wouldn't, it will be, it will go through their ear. It will be missing, you know? Be like, yeah. But, you know, I'm like, huh, it is what it is. And then 2016 pulled up. And I was like, I think I have to tell my story to the world, man. Like, uh, um, I'm not saying I was like, like, 
like an underdog, you know. So like, it was always like, I had to like kind of not prove myself, but like I had to work harder than like most people. I had to, like I had like say if someone was skating for like two hours, I'd be skating for like eight, mm. you know, just out there in skate. This even skating, even if I feel like I just need to go, I'll just go out and skate. Yeah, just to feel the feel, you know, because it's like, dude, you could have something going on like like I was doing. Well, like I was having for the rest of my life, like, like I just found skateboarding. It was like my therapy. Yeah. You know, it was something like all on you, you know, like at the end of the day. And that's what caught my eye. And I was like, shit, dude, like it's possible. Like, I just had to tell my story and just progress. That's it. So what made you have to get the first one removed? Um, I cut my knee, like how I said earlier. Yeah. I cut my knee in PE. And um, I got my blood, uh, got the stitches, got my blood pressure checked. It was like 200 or something. And they were looking at me like, what's wrong with you? Like, are you okay? And then none of the doctors in the IE was going to uh, take care of me. I got denied to every hospital in IE instead of, like, I was saying, like, Chalk, Children's Hospital of Orange County, and got that done. But, like, I'll be sweating, blood pressure, um fainting like in a little bit and just like sometimes it was just it was a little bit it was a lot mm-hmm. for a 13 year old I'm saying that like for someone to deal with that and like having to like figure out figure life out at 13 was very like like damn like I gotta keep going but it was hard as to realize you know cause yeah. cause sometimes you know you you're either you're blind to it or you just you just let it happen, you know? Yeah. And, yeah, just, I, I've been dealing with this since I was 13. Just. So, they had to take the adrenal gland out yeah. because of your high blood pressure? High blood pressure, and there was a tumor on it. Oh, okay. So, they gotcha. had, a, they did the microscopic, the one that you, they put their hands in that little thing, and it was just like, all oh, machine work and stuff. Uh-huh. They did that. Okay, got you. So there was a tumor on it, so they had to remove it. Yeah. So how did how did you guys even find out that you had this condition when you were 10? It, it goes to my family. Oh, okay. It's her, 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 ooh, hereditary? Yeah. Yeah, and just my grandma has it. My uncle has it. My other uncle has it. Um, my grandma had it, the one that gave me my first board. Mm-hmm. She was blind. So, like, she never seen... Like, imagine that... You, Someone that never seen your face, but like you, you just talk to her like you had passion. Yeah. And she was like, "Boom." Oh. She taught me a lot about everything. Like, it wasn't for her, man. Like, then my mom, the two women, in my well, I have three, four actually good women in my life that are like pretty like kept me, kept me focused. Yeah. And I had like, I had op- not options, but like I seen they they point out things that are like, oh, this is not what you want to do. This keep. Keep being on the neural, uh, the neural path and stuff. And yeah, like, yeah, she, uh, yeah, my grandma was blind and stuff. She taught me a lot. Like, I'll go to her house and we'll listen to a Dodger game. Mm. You know? She will cook and she took care of us at one point. You know? Oh was, wow! So yeah, man. Like, yeah, it was crazy when I first started skating. It was like, damn, like, it was dope. So she. She lost her sight, or she never had her sight because of the she, missing the the gland. No, she lost her sight because of the condition, the VHL. 
Oh, okay. Because it attacks your brain, your eyes, your uh, thyroid, your adrenal glands, your kidneys, and everything. Oh, okay. And it's not like one of those things like, like chemo. Mm-hmm. Chemo wouldn't work because what we have is it keeps on happening regardless. Mm-hmm. Okay. It will just keep on happening. So, like, I have to go to the doctor's, like, probably six months of a year. And uh, I go to UCLA. So, like, I get, I'm in, like, great hands. Like, they, they're perfect, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, and then fast forward then, I had brain surgery, man, like 26, at age 26. And um, that right there was probably, like, the biggest thing. Like, I was like, fuck, man. Like, like my dreams could be over right now, you know? Like, as being able to skate and shit, you know? Like, like I was like, because it's different from, like, you know, like, someone messes up their knee, you know? Or, like, something that you could kind of you know, walk and stuff. Like, yeah. we're talking about the brain. Yeah. You know? Like, when that happened, I went to a neuro, neurosurgeon, and he was like, well, the tumor that you have in your head is on your cerebellum, and it's near your uh, brainstem, and we found a tumor in there, and then when I went to the neurosurgeon, he he was too, 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 uh, I don't know how to pronounce, like, say it, but, like, he was too real about it, you know? Got you. Like, and I didn't want to believe him at the time. You know? mm. I was like, I don't know. Like, this guy is kind of like, not an asshole, but like, he gave that asshole. Very more. blunt? Yeah. Got you. He was very blunt about mm-hmm. the situation. And I was like, let me go get a second opinion. And Got stuff. you. Because I was like, this is my brain. This is my my life, you know? For sure. And then when I got the second opinion, they were like, you should be good. But like, once you get the symptoms and stuff, go to the doctors. And then I got the symptoms of that shit. Like, it was. I feel like I had like a bad sinus problem, my pre- like pressure in my head, and then when I was be skating and stuff, like I couldn't, I could do the trick, but landing it was the uh, issue. Mm-hmm. I was just missing the the link from that, and then go to the hospital and stuff. The neurosurgeon came in, the same one. He kind of grinned at me. He was like, "You know that tumor that we found in 2018? We're gonna have to do surgery." Damn. And this is during COVID time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because 2018, that's when I found out that I had a uh, tumor. And okay. I had to wait two years to get, because my insurance and stuff, to get covered and have the surgery. And, um, yeah, he was super, he pulled up. He was like, yeah, you don't have to do surgery now. Like, then the nurse come in, and it was all COVID time. So my mom was in there. No one could be in the hospital at the time. And uh, so I had to make my own de- make the own decision to have the surgery or not. And um, I uh, they were like, I was like, yeah, I'm down to have the surgery. They said, oh, you have your surgery in a week and stuff. And then um, I got admitted, and they're like, well, you have your surgery tomorrow. Oh so shit! So I, I had to make that decision. Like, bam, I'm gonna have the surgery right now. Like, what? And then I, had, I looked in the mirror, and I was like, dude, your life is about to change, dude. Like. Like, good or bad, like, you know, you're going to have to fight for something, you know? You got to... And then I had my surgery and stuff, and I woke up, and I was like, damn, dude. I see how my mom felt, you know? Because my mom had, like, five brain operations. And I felt like, after when I had that, I understand Yeah. what she was going through. Like, I understand. I was like, damn, this is no joke. Like... This is no joke. You're going to have to work to get to being healthy again, you know? Yeah. It took a long time. Like, like I um, 
I went to the gym, read a book. I read that David Goggins book. Mm. Kind of motivated me to. Can't like hurt how me. You said, yeah. How you said, can't be a bitch. You know, yeah. you keep going. <laughs> then that, that helped me a lot because that's what I needed to hear at the yeah. time. And then my, one of my uh, aunts uh, mailed me that book and I would start jump roping. That was hard to just get the um, the rhythm and stuff. Um, play, play video games for my hand-eye coordination. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I came back to skating in five months. Damn, dude. From June 8th, 2020 to October 8th, 2020. Were you getting any pushback from anybody from going back out skating? Like, I, I, uh, I could just assume how that would sound pretty dangerous. Um... Not really, because I would, like, when I told the doctors, like, what I, like, they were tripping, they are like, they're like, what do you do? And I was like, skateboarding, and they're like, oh, it's probably going to be challenging for you to come back. And I was like, all I need is a helmet. All I need is a helmet. And then, once I got the helmet, that, that how you said that question that you said, that changed everything. Mm. Like, I had the helmet, I was like, good. I didn't, I blocked that out. Yeah. Because I didn't want, like, I, I, I felt like I, I it was possible. Like, I just, like I said, a story, like, you know, story means a lot, you know? Yeah. Like, just had, like, surgery and stuff, and fuck, man. So, let, let's take it back a little bit. So, you, you get the first gland removed, and then um, you get the second one removed yeah. at the 16. First, yeah, the first one was in 07. Uh-huh. The uh, second one was in 2013, and then, and then brain, brain surgery, surgery in 2020. So how how did your life change from 16 to 2020? Like, what was your whole outlook on life? Because I could just imagine how unstable it it can feel from just like, damn, I'm already 10 years old. I find out that I have this, this disease. 13, I'm already having surgery. And most surgeries people have at 13 are like a broken arm or something. Yeah. You know? And then sixteen, you get hit again. Like, like where where was your mind state at that time? I was never like this. Like it was, I wouldn't say I was like a white me person, but like I just never understand. I didn't understand it. It took me a long time to actually understand like what I was going through. Like I'm a very calm person, so like they're telling me these bad news, and I was like just like calm about it just because the adrenal glands and stuff mm-hmm. and it was just super calm about it so I never was like I don't know I, I feel like I could do that you know like I feel like it was a regular person normal person like but like I just had to work a little bit harder yeah on myself gotcha like no, I'm not saying I had to work like fit, like work harder than a normal person but I like, just for me to feel good I had to work a little bit harder to feel good on about life and or on the skateboard, you know, had to do like, like you know, you gotta fail sometimes, you know. Sometimes you know fail and then things start doing being good, you know. Life starts treating you well. So was it because you didn't have the adrenal glands that you didn't really have that sort of uh, capability of having those feelings that maybe yeah. somebody who does have them would have? Yeah. Because, yeah, because I could just think if that was in my, even to this day right now, if I had to have any surgery, a thousand things are going through my mind, you know, just 
thinking of all the options and everything. And plus, I was in good hands. Like, like I was in like some good hospitals and stuff. So I was. I never felt like. I didn't. I didn't feel like it was going to be bad. Got you. I just felt like everything was kind of a. At a certain point in time, I felt like everything was a blessing. Mm. Like, it made who I am now. Like, I wouldn't be. Who knows how I would receive life if I this never happened to me? For know? sure. Now you said your mom had five brain surgeries. Yeah, she's had two because she has a shunt. It's like a machine that is in your head, and then like leaves the pre- like uh, all the fluids or pressure it goes down, and she just uh, pees it out or whatever. But yeah, she's had f- uh, five brain operations. Wow. Like, and then once that once I had mine, I. I understood like how she was dealing with it, but at a at a uh, human level, not like as a parent, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I could imagine, you know, having like I said, I've seen her like brain fresh brain surgery, and I have to go to school the next day, you know. You know, there was a lot. You know, there was like it was various. Um, it was very. I'm not saying it was hard to stay positive. But it was hard to uh, be focused on like a like a career or something that you like to do. At one point in my life, it was like kind of like I had to go visit. I mean, not visit her, but like stay at home. So I stopped skating for like years. In that period of time, I stopped skating because I had like to finish school and I was just had to figure myself out. Yeah, it was a lot of figuring myself out than anything. Did you have to. You had to help out a lot at home sometimes yeah sometimes yeah me and my sister we all that kind of helped her and like and my grandma all my basically all my family they we all have a good uh good loving together you know mm, okay a good team make sure that we're all going to our doctor's appointments and we just have we all go to the same hospital got you so they, the doctors know my uncle my my mom and they've he've done surgeries for my uncle and he does surgery for me so it's always been kind of a felt comfortable for sure you know it wasn't like oh I'm about to go to a doctor that I don't know and like hopefully he does a good job yeah you know it was like oh my uncle did had a surgery so I'm, I'm cool and your uncle's good yeah 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 no I feel you so 16 years old you have the second glam removed from from that point on are you just thinking like when is the next time something's gonna happen yeah yeah, for sure. But like that that time, twenty sixteen, I didn't tell. Like I told you earlier, like I didn't tell no one to have VHL. Still, nobody, no one knew. Okay. Until like I posted a picture of me in the hospital mm. after surgery. Okay. And then after that, I was like, dude, I have to go somewhere. Like I have to do something. You know, I have to make something happen. Like that's what the uh, when twenty sixteen. That's what was in my head. Like. I have to make something happen. Got you. Like, yeah, I'm talking about it, but I have to action, you know? Yeah, it felt action. like more, more urgency. Yeah. I had to, like, hurry, not hurry up and make action, but like, I had to, like, figure it out. Yeah. Because I didn't really have, like, um, um, I had motivation, but it was just, like, this guy had to make it happen, dude. Like, I've seen... Not people like give up, but like you know, like you could tell they have given up, you know. Yeah. But they don't want to say it. But like you know, so like I've always had to go. I I was like, dude, I was super motivated to make something, and like 
it took like and then I started posting my clips after that mm. that's when it was started kind of like things started moving I started posting putting my camera up on the ground or like like if something's like right here I'll put the camera down like perfect yeah I started doing that a lot like I just started posting just keep doing keep doing tricks boom 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 and uh I think around like 2019 2018 to 2019 I started uh, doing like uh, fundraisers and stuff for BHL trying to get my name out there and like people know of me and like the emails and stuff so I sent hella emails thousands of emails and um, real deluxe from uh, they they helped me out a lot uh, with the fundraiser and stuff Jim Thiebel oh really shout out to him he's cool He's that's deluxe uh, distribution in yes. San Francisco yes gotcha they're like they send me stuff because Jim Thiebel he's like really that type of dude like if you have some some issues going on he's like the first one to like kind of like oh I got you dude now is he the owner of Deluxe I believe so yeah okay got you I believe so but and after that I was like I need to do something for myself man like I'm I'm don't get me wrong I was doing the front races for other people and stuff but I have to do something for myself make myself happy and make you know like it's the action, you know, because you could, you could talk the talk, you know, you could talk like, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to help out this and do this, but like, you got to make sure yourself is right, you know, and then I started doing emails for myself and then uh, DMs and stuff, and um, I was getting hooked up by uh, DC and stuff, got a couple packages there, went to the uh, HQ, mm. and seen everything, and like, it was dope, you know. Where's that at? Huntington. Oh, okay, cool. Like, like most of the shoe spots are, like, in that area. Oh, okay, got you. And then, after that, I was super motivated, because someone actually, like, I actually got someone's yes, you know? Yeah. Because it was, like, it was a lot of no's, you know? And then, once I got that yes, I was like, oh, it's possible, dude. I just had to keep on skating. Yeah. I actually seen it, I was like, damn, this is, it's possible to make, not make a living or anything, but, like, to shoot for the stars, you just know, take it to the next level. Cause you know, yeah. When someone hears a no, is either most people quit, you know. Yeah. Or, whatever. So, so your main motivation is that you wanted to pro- progress in skateboarding. Yeah. Got you. Okay. And show some somebody like it's possible. Like if something's if you're going through something, you have a story, you know. Got you. And you having having this condition clicked in your head that like well, if I could deal with this, I I could deal with whatever. Mm-hmm. I feel you, dog. And fast forward then, um, I uh I got off, I got uh got off the DC uh, thing, and uh just wanted to do my own thing. And then New Balance hit me up, and yeah, it was. Uh, blessing man like like it took a long time to see this like see those things happen you know mm-hmm. i'm not saying that's the reason why i skate but like dude like it's just crazy when you uh tell your story to the world and stuff and people are people do listen you know yeah you know and and this was right like after my brain surgery 2020 then 2021 is when i started getting hooked up by them and then I just been skating since, like just non, not non stop, but like trying to do like you know, 
show as people as possible because shit dude like skateboarding is not easy yeah skateboarding is not easy for anybody without any sort of condition perfect health everything like how we were just talking about like just to stand on the skateboard facts shit you could tell someone right here have a skateboard complete right here and tell them hey stand on this billionaire Stand up. Stand 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 on this for a couple, you know? Yeah. A couple minutes and they're gonna be like, or push. They'll be like, yep. no. No matter what. So I was like, so that caught like, I was like, damn, something bad has happened to me. I'm gonna turn into something positive. For sure. Like that was, that's my main goal, dude. Just make it positive for people because. So when you got out of your surgery, in 2020 what is it like like actually waking up and coming into realization well you're in anesthesia that was a 10 hour surgery Mm. so I was in under for 10 hours and stuff and then I woke up it was crazy like the adrenal gland when I woke up those two ones I woke up it was fine but the brain because it was like I was stitched up in the back and I had like I had a brain enema so like they they had had to be straight, you know those uh those little bar things with the little neon yeah they had to pull up on me with that just to keep me straight. Oh, a level. You know, the level yeah thing, the little okay. bar, the little yeah stick looking thing. They had to make sure everything was aligned because uh the pressure, all the fluids go down. If I'm leaning to the side, one side could be have all the pressure and it could like you know oh, fuck okay. up your your living you know. And yeah. So after you get out of that surgery, like to now, have you noticed anything that's changed in the way that that you communicate, comprehend things, your your memory? Like what kind oh, of memory? A- yeah, my memory is kind of foggy. Like it will have to be like a like a sign, like kind of like like uh there there has to be a reason why I remember. Like it, it's mm. not like a. Um, like, I'll remember. It has to be like, oh, so we did this. Mm. Oh, I remember. Yeah. It's not like just like, oh, like, it'll take a, it takes a decent amount. We'll have to talk, and then I'll be like, oh, mm. I remember. Okay. And then I had to learn how, like, sort of how to walk and uh, eat and stuff. Because my, uh, it was, it was a lot, dude. It was like, it didn't feel right. It just didn't feel, my face felt like, like if I got beat up. Mm. Like my from right this side was perfect and this side was like kind of like deformed in a way, but like yeah, I had to learn and then now I can't skate stairs. Like I have to wear double insoles in my shoe. I have to wear two insoles, the one that comes with it and like a FP or or mine insole just to like kind of feel the impact. I mean, uh, deal with the impact. Cause it you just feel a lot I more feel, sensitive. Yeah, yeah, I feel like a little shock and it give me a kind of a. Uh, a pain in my head mm. if I land too hard you know like primo or something I'll probably feel a little something in my head like and then me forgetting tricks and stuff say, say if I'm skating and I do like a crook I'm like um what did I just do right now mm. oh, oh, oh and then I'll be like oh that's what I'm doing so I'm gonna keep on doing it so it's like certain things but like it, I think it's just life man you know you know, it's, my perspective is just, it is what it is, you know? I Facts. just gotta move forward. That's it, dude. Just gotta keep moving forward and making myself happy. Do you ever 
like remember some crazy shit from back in the day like some memory that you just you shouldn't be able to remember like it just comes back like super vivid mm, sometimes probably like when the surgery happened like the preparation of a cer- finding out I think that remembering that was kind of hard because that shit was pretty rough you know Learn- sometimes when you receive bad news it's a lot dude it's a lot on your soul, you know, like you hear something bad, you're like, damn, dude, like, you know, anything like, you know, you receive something bad, you was like, fuck, dude, like, and you just got to either dwell on it or just fight it or embrace it. Yeah. You know, that's what I've learned to embrace it. Like, yeah, that like, just the processing of the, the bad news, whatever it is, it's just it's it's a lot yeah but that's all the past you know yeah that's all the past so that don't doesn't really matter anymore you know it's just whatever you're doing right now which is the real reality of it bro no matter what it's like the only thing that that is is here right now is this moment because even when we had lunch that's gone yeah that time done happened already and the time that we get home today, it's not even, it's not even, doesn't even exist. Which is such a fucking crazy concept to think about, you know, yeah. like being stuck thinking about the past or thinking about the future. That's literally something that you're doing to yourself. Yeah. Because no matter how much you want it or how much you don't want it. Like, it doesn't even exist anymore. Facts. Which is, depending on the way you look at it, is either liberating or the scariest thing in the world, you know? Yes. And, uh... And, plus, I didn't. I never wanted to live that woulda, coulda, shoulda life. For sure. That was one of the things that kind of helped me out. Like, damn, like, yeah. I could have showed you my clips, you know? Like, like, this is what I used to be, you know? Like... Mm. This is what like you know, I never wanted that feeling, you know? Yeah. I wanted to show people like, oh, like um I'm I didn't just I got the helmet. I'm not just gonna just mess up not joke around, but like, you know, like this is serious now, you know? Yeah. Like like I'm gonna try to get better and try to show people my progression on Instagram, you know? Cause that's what it was on, you know. Most of my stuff is on Instagram or YouTube mm-hmm. of my story, but not with someone like you that's been helping me and stuff, you know? Yeah. Hell yeah, man. I'm glad to share this story, dude. I, I love sitting down with people like you, bro, because it just makes you makes you realize that, like, everyone has a story. For sure. Know? And Oh, yeah. Now, yeah. When, when, when you finally released the news to everybody that knew you that you were dealing with these ailments, like, did you receive that kind of feeling that you were trying to trying to stay away from from like people feeling sorry from you and such and treating you differently so not not really cuz i told the the people that I already knew were pretty close to me okay that's the only time i would tell you like if you're we chill in for like you know we're we're cool but like uh yeah i didn't want people to feel sorry or Put an expect, uh, put an expectation on my, my capability. You know. 
Got you. Like, I didn't want people, oh, yeah, you're never going to be that, you know? But, like, it's just like, bro, like, I just have to keep working, you know? Yeah. That's it. Like, you just, like, like, action. Like, I, that's it, man. Like, because you could just, yeah, you just want to dwell on that stuff. Yeah. You know? Like, like, everyone has a life, you know? It's either you, you just got to keep going. It's deep, bro. It's yeah. deep, but it is motivating, though, man. You know, when 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 we cross paths, um, I remember you. I seen you reach out to us, and the first thing that clicked was like, "Why is this guy wearing a helmet?" Because it's it's not common at all, you know. So no doubt, started checking it out, and I read your bio. I'm like, "Oh, let me keep an eye on this guy," you know, and then just started following your progression. And dude, ever since I've been following you, like you've been busting out, bro. Out here having fun, man. Yeah. Like out here having fun. In the helmet situation, man, that that's probably like the the biggest blessing in my life, man. Like even because how you say it's uncommon. So like you pull up to a skate park, no one's wearing a helmet. Yeah. No one. And you see that one dude that's wearing a helmet, and you people, I've had uh, parents. I'll walk up to me and like that's good that you wear a helmet I'm trying to get my son to wear a helmet mm. so after that it kind of clicked I was like damn shoot dude I should try to change like market myself you know like D with the helmet mm. you know because mm-hmm. w- once I put the helmet on people like looked at me and I'm like I was skating down the street with the helmet on and I was like people were looking at me I'm like damn dude this is pretty crazy yeah like I've this is the first time people like kind of look at looked at me like skating and like Walking up to me and asking like my story and stuff. Yeah. Cause they'll be like, "Oh, that's good. You wear a helmet, but there's a reason why I wear a helmet. It's not just like I wear it because safety, but like I didn't skate first start skating and wearing a helmet. You know. So they they pull up and they're like, "Yeah, that's dope that you wear a helmet." And um, and I'm like, "Yeah, I had brain surgery 2020." And they're like, "Wait, what?" They they're like, "Tell me more. Mm-hmm. I want to know more about about you." And this is just on the uh, at skate park. Just had to skate when they're like, I'm like, yeah, I have no adrenaline glands. I have this uh, rare cancer called VHL, and yeah, they're like, that's that's crazy. I, they're like, it's un- kind of unbelievable. Yeah, because I've came across some people that had brain surgery, and they're like, damn, dude, you're this is crazy, and it's just like definitely motivated me and sh- like gave me a better perspective. Yeah, on like. I'm doing. I'm. I'm actually doing good. I'm actually like seeing like I'm doing like good because it took a long time to actually see it. You know. Yeah. You know, or get an opportunity to, you know, see it. You know. Yeah. No, I I can only imagine, dude. Like, that's got to be for somebody to to have to go through that. That has to be super intimidating. The only thing is that they're just not going to want to do anything that's going to jeopardize them at any point. But then I guess if you're on the other side of it, you're like, well, anything could happen at any time. I might as well do the most I can Mm -hmm. while I'm good because who knows where I'm going to be at in the next four years. Yes. Yeah. And then, yeah, and there's sometimes I don't wear a helmet, but it's all because I like, I'm, trying to change the perspective 
mm. on myself. Like, and, like, because you could wear the helmet all the time. And, like, it will be different, you know, compared to, like, you don't have it on, you know. And when I don't have it on, it feels like, not like a challenge, but it feels, feels better because it gets hot in the helmet. <laughs> it gets hot, bro. Yeah. You're at the top of your head. It gets, just gets hot. Yeah. And um, sometimes I just wear a hat, dude. And just like, and people are like, oh, you should wear a helmet. I'm like, yeah, but I just, sometimes I just don't want to wear it, you know? Yeah. Sometimes I just want to just chill. For and sure. Not, and then when I'm wearing a helmet, I will probably film something that's probably pretty, not dangerous, but I could fall. Yeah. But like if I'm, when I'm, when I'm not wearing a helmet, like I, I think about it, like I'm not going to fall, but like I, I like I'm intact because I gotcha. don't have it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I have to like kind of make sure I'm using my, not my hands, but like learning how to fall, you know, not try to uh, lift, lifting your head up and not falling, you know? Yeah. But I do fall, but like it's kind of rare now like i tried not to fall have you fallen and hit your head with the helmet on uh nah no nah like i've been pretty pretty good dude like it's 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 definitely it's it's, it's crazy man like because in the skate industry or uh, skate culture when you wear a helmet at a certain uh time in your life like an older when you're older people are like oh you should grow you, you should have grown out of that you know yeah so like Definitely wearing a helmet, I think I've changed a lot of people's perspective on wearing a helmet. Mm. There is that one skater, what is it, Andy Anderson? Yeah. Do you know his reasoning behind it? I think it's just safety. Really? Okay. I think it's just safety and it's marketing, dude. Like, think about like you if, shoot, you see a guy wearing a helmet, your parents are going to be like, oh, you need a helmet. That's the first thing about skating, like. Like, you need a helmet. Yeah. Like, or pads or whatever, you know, whatever's uh, protection. So, yeah, like, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like, uh, I'm like, trying to bring that out with people like, oh, you could wear a helmet. Mm. And take away that stigma that it's not cool. Yeah, no, I feel you. Because it's, it's marketable, man. Like, the kids, like, that's skating, you know? The little kids won't buy your board, you know? That's why you got to be a nice... A nice person when you're at a skate, uh, skate park or the thing, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta know, you know, like people are watching you, you know? For sure. Yeah. There's, um, yeah, I, I feel you on that, dude. Like these little kids, they're very impressionable, you know, and you want to be a good, a good example for them because especially if you've been in their position before maybe you coming from not so good of a home or, or what have you and knowing that like you're on that border of you know i'm gonna skate and get better or i'm gonna move to the streets you know and i'm gonna fuck my life up dude and the, and there's definitely that place where somebody could step in that has influence over these kids and send them over whichever way yeah yeah, yeah. it's yeah, this is this. That's like what we were talking. We were talking about that at lunch. The um, the the whole uh, thing that was happening with the legal sieve, you know, where that that whole business got mm-hmm. t- turned upside down, and then it seemed like the the um, Mikey, the owner, he started to kind of 
run with these younger kids. Yeah. And I know one of the kids that was with them because we float them some decks. Kids like 11, 12, bro. And they're chilling with him, Mikey Alfred. He's like mid-20s, maybe a little older, 27 yeah. or so. And he's with these kids and they're all smoking weed and shit. And I'm like, damn, bro, like you should really be putting these kids on to like getting them into a winning position instead of just being there while they're they're homie they're homie they don't need a homie right now dude like like because you're gonna get high you're gonna forget about your whole life for sure you're gonna be smoking and you're gonna be like damn this has already been 10 years what have i done for for sure all i had done was hang out with people that are kind of bad influences on me and i could have just been like that pot like being positive about it like but that's like the skating industry though you know like yeah Sometimes people self-sabotage themselves, you know? Yeah. Because of the money, you know? Or the influence and stuff, you know? It's the people that you're around is who you are, you know? Yeah. You take a lot of your uh, people that you hang out with, their um, their baggage, you know? Mm-hmm. Without them even... Like, you could hide it, but like... Shit, dude. It, that shit is a big... Serious. Very serious. For sure. The influence and stuff, like... And for, for, for like a brand and a team... Man, you really gotta watch who you who you flow, who you put on, who you put next to who. It's very it's very touchy with like your representation mm-hmm. of who you are. You know, like for us, dude, we're we're still bubbling right now. The way that I feel like Downstar Skate is, it's it's like still marinating. You know, and I I, I see it already what it's going to be in the future, and it's gonna get there. But there's no rush for anything, you know? And um, we have a skater right now, Seth. Um, Sethy Fool on Instagram. He's amazing, bro. Have you have you I've seen, seen him? I've seen like, some clips of him when you guys repost and stuff. Mm-hmm. Dude kills it. He's a beast, bro. He's killing it, you know? And that guy comes to the shop, mad respectful, dude. Whenever he needs a deck, he just asks respectfully you know represents the brand in such a positive way and i'm like that is who i want to represent downstar for sure somebody like that it's not about a certain image well i don't know what he does outside of skateboarding he could very well smoke and drink or whatever but that's not who he is that's not what he's portraying and that's not what these kids that go to oxnard skate park and see and they're going to be like, I want to be like Seth because he fucking parties. Like, no, I want to be like Seth because he fucking snuck into X Games mm-hmm. and hard flipped the, the double five set, dude. Yeah, you know? I seen that one. That was crazy. That's that's that's, that's, that's going to live forever, you. dude. All lies on you right there. Man, bro. I'm pretty sure there was like a lot of people around. Yeah. Who knows who was watching? Who knows? You never who knows? know who's watching. You never know because... Because it could be like this, because it was Brian Arnett was the one that was filming it. He has a huge following. Yeah. Who knows if somebody that was there, maybe that Gary Rogers or something, ends up mm-hmm. seeing that clip and be like, hey, let's keep an eye on this kid, Seth. Yeah. Like, that kid just came in and hard flipped that set. Like, nobody hard flipped the set when they were at, in competition. Yeah. You know, nobody really even did anything over it besides hit the rail. But, like, this kid, nobody even knows that just came in and busted out. Like, let's keep an eye on this dude. 
Yeah. Fucking Wayne was there. You know, little Wayne was there, dude. Like, oh, yeah, you yeah. never know who's watching, bro. Oh, yeah. That shit's dope. Hell I think, yeah. I think when Yuto did a, uh, the uh, 270 front nose. Yeah. he. That's where he got best trick. And he was like, little Wayne was like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Because he's so, super talented. He's undeniable. And, and yeah, dude, you never know who's watching. For sure, man. And that's that's the per that's the kind of people that I want to build a relationship with. Like people that are doing it for the right reasons, you know, good role models, dude. Like it's so easy to to motivate a kid to get fucked up and to start drinking and partying and shit. It's hard to motivate them to be their We've best version. There. Yeah. We've all been there, you know? For sure. Like the bad, you know, but like you Shit. Hopefully it clicks one day, you know? Yeah. That's it. It has to, like, kind of... Because all the day, you're going to be talking to somebody with that problem. And it's going to go through one ear and out the other. Mm -hmm. And then they're going to think that you're crazy. Yeah. But you're telling them the truth. And it's all on them. But, yeah, you never know who's watching. And you got to be... I don't know. You can't just have the alcohol and all that out, you know, out there for people. Because, like I said, like... The only people who are buying your board is little kids. For sure. Like, the little kids and teens, you know? Maybe, like, a grown person, but, like, that's iffy, you know, if like if they like the brand, you know? Yeah. You know? Yeah, it really clicked into my mind when um, this past Go Skate Day, we went to uh, downtown L.A. to the, to the library. Yeah. Bro, there was thousands of kids there. Yeah. And the age limit was maybe 13 through 17. That's the demographic. Yeah. You know? And those are the kid those are the ones that are keeping these brands alive. And you want to be able to make sure that you're like being a good role model for them to look up to. Yeah. And I'm not saying that you got to be sober and shit like that, but like be somebody that that can make somebody want to do better for their life. Yeah. That's that's been my uh my goal for since my uh 2016, you know. Show people that it's, it's possible and be positive about it, you know. Like yeah, that's I'm not saying that's easy. Yeah. You know cuz if if that was easy then everyone would be sober or like in a good track, you know. Yeah. About life or whatever they're dealing with, you know. And to see someone that's that has like issues going on Hopefully people are like watching and like, oh, D's out here doing it and he's like, he looks like he's enjoying it and he's pushing through with his situation. Yeah. You know? Because it's easy to quit. I could have quit like when when I had my brain surgery and stuff, you know? I could have been like, e oh, I'm not going to skate anymore. But like, you know, I seen like what's possible about being positive. Showing people like, be positive about it. Like, you know, like, because it's, you never see someone as hanging out with someone negative all the time, you know? Having a negative attitude. There are usually people like, oh, I'm not trying to be with that guy. You know? Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to be with this guy. <laughs> this guy's being negative all the time. Every time I say something, he's like, oh, I don't believe in you. Like, Or like, I don't believe you. Like, what? Like, oh, no. Like, you could skate and, or do whatever you do, you know? Yeah. Even mopping the floor. Facts. There's some people that are probably like smiling. Hell mopping yeah. the floor, you know? making a nice line, 
Ooh, I'm gonna get everything. You clean that water, like hell yeah, that water's dirty. That means I'm fucking, I'm getting down. Where there's someone that's in the world right now making a sandwich right now and just having the happiest time of their life. Yeah. Picking up trash, having, you know? And there's, but yeah, the LA scene, I like that. I like going to LA. Did, what'd you do for Go Skate Day? Oh, dude, it was probably hot. Yeah. It was probably, uh, I think I just cruised, honestly. Like, got you. Like, I would have went to L.A., but I usually go on the weekends, mm. like Sunday or Saturday. Gotcha. And, um, yeah, you, you see that a lot, dude. Like, L.A. is L.A., O.C., I go to Cherry Park and stuff, or I go to the courthouse. Mm. And there's always a lot of people. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah, it was a good time, bro. But yeah, the, the library spot, that's, that's that Baker spot right there, too. Yeah, my broke knee. That's that, the one. That's that, dude. That shit's crazy. It's like called, because uh, we were at, um, we were actually skating at Baker that day. And then uh, I saw Brian Arnett's post saying that they were in L.A. Yeah. Hey, where are you guys going? Oh, we're going to go to the library. All right, cool. Um, Or we're going to downtown L.A. He didn't know the spot. It's like, all right, cool. I told Jay. I like that hill. I like that hill. I bomb that hill all the time. Oh, that's what they were. That's what they said they were gonna go bomb. But I don't go from the top. I go probably from mid. Yeah. Across the street in the midway. Yeah. Go down. Because I'm not normally skating solo and shit, so I can't just be bombing hills. And nobody, yeah, 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 yeah. Nobody, nobody watching. Yeah. So I, I hit my boy Jay up because we left him at at Baker, and then I was like, hey, bro, where? uh, where do you think they're at? Because we were just driving around downtown. And he's like, go check this spot. So he sent me the address. That's the first spot he sent. And once we start getting closer, we see it. I'm like, yo, everybody's here. He's like, yeah, that's that Baker spot. I go, yeah. He's like, yeah, my broke knee. And I'm like, oh. If anybody knows this from Baker 2G at the beginning, some of the little kids are skating. The, the was like a little five stair. Yeah. <laughs> and he falls in, my broke knee. <laughs> Yeah, oh shit yeah that's the spot though yeah a lot of like, shit dude there's a I think downtown's all bigger spots man that shit they run <laughs> everything man it's crazy yeah. like even the Wilshire the, uh, the stair says the, I'm not sure how I think it's a 15 and mm-hmm. the other one's like a, a 12 or yeah, a 10 yeah 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 and like dude I always see the bigger team out there like they're s- skating on first going to the uh, performance art school Oh, and okay. Where the uh, courthouse and stuff. Is. Yeah. You see them all the time right there. Yeah. Um, we, uh, there's that one spot. I don't know where it is. It's, it's, I think it's a bank where it's the stair set is, is there's two stair sets. There's one on this side and one, that one, this side. I don't know which one it is, but it's like a super popular spot, but I want to try that. But, um, do my goal, just Ollie, bro. Just Ollie, the Hollywood 12. That's it. Get it, dude. That's you it. Gotta, you I gotta try, man. I Just, went there and I was doing measurements and shit. And like, okay, wind coming from this way. I'm like, that would be the perfect spot, dude. That's like ultimate for me, right there. Shit, the ultimate spot for me, probably like Barcelona or something. Mmm. Or like New York or. Philly or something, you know? Got you. Or San Francisco is dope. Yeah. Fuck with San Francisco. Yeah. Good parks out there and 
street is just, they just love skateboarding yeah that's a lot of bombing right there in frisco super dangerous super dude like that's not my jam i'm chilling on that dude yeah dude that shit that's a whole different uh skating right there yeah it's that's like a different culture huh like you gotta you're you gotta be on it you gotta be your eyes better be right there better be no cracks or anything because shit you hit a crack dude you dust it that's it you fucking skin all red and pink and with all that shit like that's like Pedro. He's yeah. nuts. Or a T Funk? Yeah, Pedro T Funk. That's that's definitely right there. Yeah. For sure. Super talented skateboarders. Great, great dudes. Who's your favorite skater? Or like top three? Top three? Shit. Growing up, probably like Antoine Dixon. Mm. Um like a PJ Ladd. Okay. And um like a uh, Mike Carroll. Oh, okay. Or Rick Howard or someone. Got you. Like super, I was super into like Girl, Baker, and Deluxe. Got you. Okay. Like those are the ones I go to the skate shop and go buy. Okay. Got you. Yeah, Antoine, he's he's back in the scene now. Yeah. He yes, seems he's... he seems like he's doing good. He's been skating for was it Stray, the shoe brand, yeah, and then doing a lot of stuff with FTP. Yeah, I have a couple of homies that uh, are with him and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he, they're like, yeah, this shit's crazy. Still the same. Still ripping on. Effort. Like, effortless, dude. Like Floating, bro. But it looks like he's having fun, though. Yeah. Coming back to skateboarding. You know? Everyone has their own battles in life, you know? Hey, you know, he's still out here, and he showed up for himself, you know? Yeah. Yeah, hopefully he's uh, he's he's on a new chapter in life. Yeah. Which it seems like it, you know? Skateboarding is great, dude. Like, it's... I don't think no one talks bad about him, like, his skating and stuff, you know? Nah, hell or no, like, dude. Or, like, or question his uh, ability, you know? Yeah. He's fucking... Makes it look easy. Yeah. It's always nice to see, like, a bounce back. For sure. Know? That's... I feel like that, that shows, you know? Because not a lot of skateboarders tell their, uh, their story, you know? Yeah. Or either they're embarrassed about it, or they... They won't share it, you know? That's or, somebody I would love to sit down with, for sure. Antoine? Yeah. Shit, dude. Just... The sad one is uh, TK, bro. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I had yeah. this board, dude. Yeah. Probably, like, I should have saved it. It was one of those ones that, you know, you should have, like, just kept it to the side. Yeah. It was uh, the neck face one. And it's a book. It says, this is what happens when you fuck with Baker. Oh, really? It has, it's, like, white with a blue hand. Uh-huh. Dude, I should have <laughs> But, you know, you, you're excited when you get a new board. You're like, dude. Or it's sitting there for too long. You're like, dude. It's just sitting there, dude. I'm just going to go skate it. Yeah. And then you find out that shit is expensive as fuck if you were to <laughs> save it in the plastic. Yeah. Like, I have this one crooked board. It's an Andy Roy one. But it's numbered as a guest board. Oh, okay. And that one's, it's not in the plastic, but it's on my wall. I have, like, certain boards on my wall. Yeah. Like, I have this Eric Costin um, skate mental. It has, like, a Kobe uh, jersey on it. Oh, okay. And uh, this chocolate board, this, uh, this guy with a Af- uh, black guy with the afro. And he has a samurai sword. Shit's pretty dope. Yeah, I got a stack over here of um, 
Yeah. Just like boards I've just been holding on to. You know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to blast up all these walls right here. Shit. I got a I got a Andrew Reynolds deck. Shit, probably like early 2000s with the Oh, this A right here. Yeah. The um the Braves A. Yeah, that shit's hard. It's like all worn and skated and everything. I'm like, "Nah, this is perfect, dude." Man, this guy at the uh that you told board shop that I was talking about. Um he gave me these uh Americas brown Reynolds 3s with the green emerald mm. thing right there. Dude, Another thing that I should have saved. <laughs> <laughs> I could talk about like the best things and I skated them. Yeah. And I'm like, damn. I could have saved them. But I skated them, dude. I, yeah. I remember they were probably like a half size uh, bigger. And yeah. I, was, I just made it happen. Fuck it. Ah! I just. Just because it was brown. It yeah. Was brown with the. It's like the ones that you have in uh, the, the case right there. But yeah. Those ones, Jay gave those to me. Those are the, uh, was a Stay Golden. So when he got off of America, um, they made a hundred of those. And I guess he actually spray painted each pair. And then he gave those to me. Man, Jay's my boy, dude. He always gives me so much random shit. He gave me that. I don't know if you saw, um, there was a, a, a cater board hanging on the wall. And it's signed yeah. by Cater. And um, the, he's... He's good, dude. Cater's the man, bro. And I know some people that uh, grew up with him. Uh-huh. At that, like, castle contest and stuff. Uh-huh. Dude, and he's like, he's always been like that. I was like, damn, dude. And then I think he's hurt right now, but yeah. he should, you know, bounce back and be on the right path, dude. He should be good, but, you know, yeah. life, you know. Yeah, he's gone through um a couple knee surgeries and some other some other ailments too. Mm-hmm. Um Cater's the man, dude. He actually just recently left Baker. Yeah. So he's on Violet now. I knew. I knew a while ago. Dude. Yeah, me too. My dude. homie he uh he skates for uh, hockey and stuff. Oh, uh, okay. They tell me all, like not the cheese like crazy cheese mode. <laughs> yeah, the little, cheese, yeah. They tell me a little bit <laughs> stuff and I'm like they're, but like they're like don't but don't be like just saying it out like yeah, yeah, out yeah. loud in public. But like <laughs> I'm just gonna give you like he's leaving and he's gonna go to Violet. Yeah. And I was like, but hey, to each his own. You know, out here getting bread and stuff. Yeah. You know, you know the 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 goal. way that I see it is Andrew. He was on um, Tony Hawk's podcast and he was talking about it and it makes total sense. You know, like you gotta let these guys do what they do because. If Tony Hawk would have felt a certain way about Andrew leaving Birdhouse, that could have affected the growth of Baker and sales. Exactly. Everything. And it could have he could have been on some straight ego shit, you know. And who knew how that could have affected Andrew or affected the growth of the brand, you know? So it's like let the birds fly, bro. Like, there's no there's no beef for animosity, like. Bro, Cater is a young kid, lit as fuck. You know, probably top 10 skaters right now, like as far as popularity, everything-wise. For, sure, for sure. I think he's number one. He, Dude, he's... Because, that, dude, like... Dude, I remember uh, at the time when uh, Dylan Reeder was uh, alive and stuff, he was killing it. Dude, like, everyone looked like him. Yeah. So, like, and then with Cater... Like, there's times, like, I'm, like, looking, and people with, like, little dreads and, like, with Baker board. <laughs> yeah. 
A5 Baker board. And I'm like, <laughs> damn, he 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 made something out of it. For you sure. Know? You know, and he's a he's a legend. He's a le- he's a legend already in his own right. And if he wants to go off and and do this this violet um you know journey, see what happens over there. You know, I wish those guys the best. Hopefully they can create something because you know they they got a good eye and you yeah. know that that's that's a dope style. And they're having fun, you know, and that's totally different than what's going on at Baker yeah. right now. The the Seriously. it's it's like a different it's a different path. Like they they done did all that stuff yeah. already. Yeah. Like these are a bunch of young guys. They're lit. They're killing it. Videographers on point. Like yeah. see what can bubble up. And if you ever want to come back to Baker or start your your own brand or whatever, like it's just it's love. Yeah, it's love. And dude, I wish Baker or I wish uh, Cater the best, dude. He's a good kid, man. Really good person. Yeah, you're doing it. You got a shoe and everything. Like it's... yeah, I have all three of his versions right now of uh, of the Adidas that he's he's come out with. I think uh, he came out with the black ones at first. Yeah. Like look on the stripes is like pony hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's just fly, bro. But that's culture. That it like people like Cater, that's culture, bro. Yeah, if you can make people change their whole style to dress like you, that's it. You got you're it. Doing something. Yeah, because there's that that influence. You know, you 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 are what you like. You know, and if you like the '90s stuff, you gonna wear baggy stuff. Mm-hmm. You, know? you know, if you. You know, if you want to be hyped, you know, you're going to be, you know, do the hype brands, you know? Yeah. And let that, let that like, let your, your fit talk in a way. For you know? sure. Yeah. That's a lot he, now. He, he reminds me of like, like a Chief Keef. Yeah. Know, Chief Keef is who he is. He doesn't emulate nobody. He's his style. But you look back and you're like, damn, he influenced a, a generation, bro. Hell yeah. A generation. And still, right now, Chief Key is probably playing video games, chilling out, chilling. driving around Hellcat or something, not giving a fuck. Yeah, just lit, like, Ooh. just chilling, dude. Just lit, just being himself, not even worried about nothing. That's one of my my uh, my top five, dude, definitely. Like, influences, like, hip-hop culture, like, Chief Keef. Who's your top three sure. skaters? Like, or mm, someone that you... Someone's up there. For sure, uh, honestly, Reynolds, Reynolds. You know, for sure, Reynolds. Reynolds. Yeah, mm-hmm. all day, dude. It's is- just just a legend, you know. Cater, I love Cater. Just seeing like, just the influence that he has, and just his style, and just just where he's come from, just from just being a little kid, dude. You know, and just sure. making it happen. Um, and as far as like skateboarding itself, like like a foy. You know, like it's just, it's just undeniable, dude. That's one of the reasons why I learned front crooks. Yeah. One of the reasons why, because that's like one of the best feeling tricks. You know, I was like, dude, that's, how does he do it? Like you always see people doing back crooks and stuff, you know, front crooks is like style, dude. For sure. And it's just crazy. I was just magnet. Bam. Yeah. And like he's a big dude, like, for sure. You know, and he, like when I when I I like to pick my best of the way that I think of this is if 
I was going to show what whatever I'm judging to somebody that's never been a part of it. You know, okay, so I've never even heard of skateboarding. What is that? Okay, look at this guy. This guy's Jamie Foy. He's from Florida. Killing it. A great person. You meet yeah. this dude. He's a good person. No matter no matter what. You know, I, I my my buddy Chente, he was he's a yeah, EMT and he was at X Games. True. And he takes a picture with Foy, you know, and like Foy's just like takes a picture with him and just like like stoked that stoked that that guy wants to take a picture with him not like damn all right i gotta do another picture you know just stoked on life and i love that shit dude i love people that are happy with you know the 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 life that they have you know for sure and the hard work he's put in just do you think of someone like foy he's influenced a whole generation of skaters from florida oh yeah there's Florida people do. There's so many. It's insane. It's a it's a thing. It's oh, it's a Florida. Oh, there's the Florida guys. Florida Floridians. Yeah, it's the Florida guys. Like a John Delo dude. Um, yeah. manuals dude. That shit is crazy. Yeah. Like he does a nolly flip into a manual and nolly flip into like manual and I'm yeah. Like, what? It's mm. dope, man. And then uh, a lot of the guys that are um. You know that skate out and like Baker Boys and shit. A lot of Florida guys are like rippers, yeah, bro. I've I know a couple. There's one guy that uh, I think he was. I'm not sure if he's on it anymore, but uh, Valdez. Um, he has like long hair, like long black hair. He uh, I was skating in L. A. One day. Eric. Yeah. Yeah, Eric. I was skating in L. A. One day, and I uh, my board was kind of messed up, and he was like, "Here," and I was like, "Oh, that's just dope," because I didn't. I kind of knew of him, but I didn't know who he was, you know? Yeah. So I was like, thank you. And he was like, yeah, I skate for them. I was like, damn, that shit's dope. Yeah. So I was like, he was like, you skate 8.5? And I was like, uh, I don't know. At the time. <laughs> yeah. And I started skating 8.5s and stuff, and it was just like, because I skate everything. Like, I could skate 8.25, 8.5, but 8.25 feels good right now. Mm, okay. But there's times that I skate 8.5 and just be skating, chilling, doing, yeah, still doing, like, tech stuff in the way you know i have fun a5 is my jam dude that's a lot dude that's i've a- been i've been on that this is mostly like i like to do like stairs and shit and then board sides too mm-hmm. you know so it feels a lot better more room more real estate for sure yeah. and doing flip tricks like i can actually see it floating better and sure. you know more uh like you say yeah more real estate but yeah, I was skating eights for a cool minute. Oh shit! Yeah, damn. I wore a ten and a half. <laughs> I was like skating in a twig, shit, dog. My, my, if I put my feet together, like uh, the long ways and shit, it's probably like this much of uh, a board left. <laughs> but like you flick good in the, the eights and stuff, you know. Triple they, flip and that shit, you know. You, I I've, since my surgery, I uh, I skated like eight five. Eight, I, I had a, like two setups. I had an eight mm-hmm. and an eight five. Oh shit! Damn, that's a big gap. Yeah, and I was, I was favoring the eight five a lot. Yeah, but like, like if I want to do like some cleaner stuff, the uh, eight was like, bam, like you know, just less effort. Yeah, you know. Yeah, man, it's been a while since I've skated an eight. Dude. When I got back into skateboarding, um, 
That's what I was saying. We went to the skate shop. Five points. Because I didn't know any. I didn't know anything. I haven't skated in fucking 10, 15 years or so. My son comes home from school one day. He said, Dad, I want to skateboard. I said, bet. Let's go. So we went to five points. I'm like, you know, I'm going to get me a deck too. And then uh, ask him, oh, you have 775? And he's like, no. And I'm like, fuck, I don't fucking know. Yeah, and then... Uh, <laughs> yeah right that doesn't happen seven now. seven five and you know, i'm like is that for your daughter yeah kids, facts. How, how, how old is he three-year-old or what yeah so i was like damn i don't know and then um we got my son set up with a board there's a guy frank that worked there fucking real dickhead dude and he even told my son like you know what you get what you want don't listen to your dad i'm like what the fuck? Who the fuck are you, bro? You know, I guess it's some old, washed up, old pro that used to be pro with, like, Tony Peralta back in the day or some bullshit. It happens, dude. I've learned, not everyone, but, like, you know, sometimes it's not good to see her idol. Yeah. It's kind of, like, good to kind of, like, see him, but don't, like, try to, like, be, like, you know, like be too much involved in what they do, you know? Yeah. Like, because you could be kind of disappointed of who they, kind of they are or like, you know, but. For sure. Yeah. But that was definitely, that was like, uh, okay, I didn't really like that interaction, but eh, whatever. And then go in there a few times more and then be like, man, fuck this shop, bro. You better make your own. I'm making my own. You know what it was? And speaking of like, things happening dude my my dad he ended up getting um he ended up having a stroke in 2021 because late 2020 he had covid and um it ended up getting bad so he went to the hospital he's at the hospital and then like you said when you get that bad news you get i got that call from my mom and my mom tells me my dad had a stroke and He's going through surgery. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I just talked to him and everything was good. He's getting over COVID and now he has a stroke. So the hospital's CMH is in Ventura. Right right behind Five Points. So the back entrance of Five Points is the front parking lot of the hospital. Sure. So we're out, we're outside waiting all day to uh, see if my dad's going to make it. Not to see how how he's going to feel. See if he's going to die or not, bro. I don't know what's going on. Real life shit. So, you know, I'm like, you know what, bro? I just need to walk walk around. You know, I'm going to go into five points, bro. I'm going to go inside of there. And I've been going here since I was a child, dude. Get some, just some sort of normalcy. Chill out, right? I walk in there. And it was, uh, it was the same guy, the guy Frank. And he's like, hey, can I help you? And I'm like, no, nah, man, I'm just looking around. He's like, well, it's not for browsing. And I said, in my head, I'm like, yo, bro, just fucking chill out. Like, this, you don't need this shit right now. So, all right. I walked out. And then that, that day, I was like, if this motherfucker did that to me, how many kids has he done this to? Or parents of kids has he done this to? That are like, man, fuck a skateboard. I'm going to go get you a bike. I'm going to get you a scooter. If this is the skate culture, I don't want you part of this culture. If you got to deal with some fucking asshole like this guy, I don't want you in this. And how many people could that turn away from being skaters? A lot. You know? Because 
one of the worst days of my life, dude, and go into some place that's going to bring me comfort and to be treated like that, I'm like, nah, hell no. And then like that week, I mean, good, good thing. Everything went good. My pops is good. And he's like, he's brand new, bro. He's, he's born again, dude. He's healthier than he was before. That's how you know, I felt, dude. When my like, I'm not trying to say it's similar. Yeah. But like that's how it felt like a restart, like a rebirth, right? It felt like when it just felt like, like I said, like it felt like it could happen. Like it was possible. Cause yeah. It felt like it was a restart. It felt like, 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 like it was. I was healthy, not healthy, but like, felt like I rested so long, and then it like recovered super good. New shot at life. Yeah, and it was just. And that's yeah, what I can imagine your father. You know, like. Having like a stroke, dude. That's anything neural, dude. That shit is me finding out like that. How my mom is. I was like, damn, that shit is crazy. Like going to the doc, neural doctor, and like, yeah, like how you said, like bad news. That shit is crazy. Hard, bro. Like it's like, bam, you you gotta you gotta think. It's no like, oh, hey, I'm just gonna handle that <laughs> later. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, nah, this is like life now. just changed. Like I have to. Go in my car and go go see what's happening, you know? For sure. Life just changed, you know, and just just seeing how fast life move, getting that 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 motivation mm-hmm. from like such an unfortunate situation. Like, you know what? I have the means to create a brand. I have the real estate to create a brand. I have the connections. I hit on my boy Jay, I was like, yo, bro, let me get a how how can I get an account with Baker Boys? Bro, I got you. You know, we're yeah. set. Yeah. We're set, dude. You know, we're 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 part of it. We're part of the culture. And like I told you, dog, we're we're marinating right now. Like it's about to blow. We got Seth on the team, bubbling, dude. You know. Yeah. And just like whatever I want it to be, it's gonna be. And then what I want it to be is like somewhere where you could walk in and feel good. Yeah, that, that happened to me once. Um, kind of a bad, not a vibe, but like they're watching me, and they're like, "Oh, is this guy gonna buy something?" Like, and I just, I just walked out. I was like, "Dude, like, nah." And I just, and the next time I went, they were cool. Yeah. And I was like, and then I bought a board. I was like, "Oh, you know," but like, definitely, cause, yeah, you gotta, cause you saw on the board, dude. That's your skate shop. You can't just be being an asshole towards everyone and like, yeah. like, like how you said, like, dude, they probably quit. Like, said, oh, I don't want to skate no more. This is how everyone else acts. Like, no, I'm not trying to skate for sure. Like, cause that first impression is everything, you know. That's how you, shit. You went to school. You went first time. You're like, oh yeah, I could do this. You went skating. You're like, oh yeah, I could do this. Or you went to uh, your job and you're like, oh. I'm feeling loved. I could do this. For sure. You know, it's all how you feel and stuff. Not like, yeah, yeah, you're I'm, why are you here? You should not what? Like, what? They don't, like, no. You got to fucking introduce these people to skate and, like, get them better. Because yeah. what if they want to ride for your shop? You know, what if they want to, like, buy a shirt and they're like, like, yeah, look at my shirt. But then, like, these other people had bad experiences there and they're like, put that shirt down, dude. For sure. Facts. Like, this guy's an asshole, like, like, and I feel like those are the people that are only there for the money. Yeah. 
You know, they just see the money. They just see like, oh, I can make bread, like hella bread. But I know I'm just going to the zero, you know? Because it's a, it's a lot to make a skate shop, you know? Yeah. Try and like make thousands of dollars off 70. That's a, like, that's a lot of money, you know? A lot of like boards on the wall, making sure they're selling and stuff. Shit, and picking the right brands and stuff. Right sizes, sizes. You know, like, it's a it's a lot that goes into it. Plus, you're competing with, like you said, like a Zoomies, something like that. Which, no disrespect to them, it's always it's a joke. You know, yeah, it's like a joke. a joke. But is it's? I mean, that's the dream. You'd yeah. want to have something that's a chain and it's available everywhere and in, in the country, every mall. Like that's a dream. You know. Well, for sure. But that's 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 our competition. Because if you're a kid now, I want a skateboard. Okay, well, this shop right here has skateboards. Let's go check it out. They also have shoes and backpack. They're running a sale right now, back to school sale. Or unless, you know, I'm not saying you give everyone free shit, but like, you know, like sometimes, you know, you see someone that's like, oh, this guy need like, he's skating, but like he needs a board <laughs> yeah. for him. Like, you know? Big ass chip. Yeah, and you're like, damn, dude, like, I bless you right here, and then, you know. Yeah. And just some people don't see that like like that. You know, they're like, "Oh, I just want then buy, 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 buy," and not knowing like if you give stuff free, that's marketing right there. Facts. You know, there's people like they'll look at your board and like you know, you mess up, you do a kickflip, and you land on the uh, the grip. They see your brand. Oh, what is that? Yeah. yeah, they're like, "Oh, what is that? Oh, where did you get that at?" Facts. You know, and then just always being a good person. Sometimes, you know, like how you said that guy, he was like, try to bring someone good into that. They're going to be like, I'm leaving this place. Fuck, yeah. I'm not going to put no uh, emphasis on them. Like, it's not happening. Yeah. But Nah, you're right, dude. Dude, hell yeah, D. Bro, I appreciate you coming through, dog. Appreciate you, man. I'm glad to tell my story to the world and stuff. And appreciate you. And Downstar and everything, giving me, giving me the boards and stuff, and making me skate and keep, keeping the dream alive and like you know for sure, bro, and having fun. I love it, dude. Like I love seeing you out there. I love seeing just when we check our tags and just see like the clips. I'm like hell yeah. I I I do my best, man. Like just have fun, fun, dude. That's it. That's all we ask, dude. Just have fun, you know, because. I would definitely like to be out there instead of packing these bolts. <laughs> <laughs> but we got to keep the lights on. Shit, dude. And it's dope, dude, to see that uh, your your brand, you know, like, that shit is dope, you know? Thank you, bro. Like, I know it's, like, it's probably similar to skating, like, you know, like, the, your whole industry. Yeah. And then it's, like, it's dope to see your, you went outside, you know? Outside, and you have two pe- two type of people to uh, kind of work with, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Compared to just one, or like just one's like you know you just you're doing a good job, man. Oh, thank you, brother. Like, I appreciate it, like, man. It's uh, it's going good because it's passion. And the logo is great, dude. Oh, uh, thank I, you. I dog. like it, dude. <laughs> I like like the simple shit, you know. Yeah. Like it's it's what I like, man. Like, and you could tell you 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 hold your shit. Like too hard and like you know you don't fuck around you know yeah no it's it's real talk bro it's uh 
is I'm blessed, dude. I'm blessed. And only only reason that we're here is just not quitting, dude. Just like you, one day at a time. If today didn't go good. That's all good. I'll evaluate what I did wrong. Come back, new chance tomorrow. Yeah. And just keep on keeping on like Joe Dirt, you know? Yeah. <laughs> all right, D. So uh, everybody listening right now, if they want to follow your journey, where can they follow you at? At D with the helmet. All right, cool. I'll have it. All platforms. Um, hell yeah, dude. I yeah. look forward to your growth, man. And my DMs are always open. If you dealing with something, you need someone to talk to. I'll do my best to uh, reply and, you know, as a positive response, you know. That's what's up, dog. Hell yeah. Hey, shout out to you, man. Appreciate and, it. And uh, shout out to all you guys listening. I know we had a, a gap in uh, in podcasts, but I just do this shit for fun, man. So we'll see you the next time. Hopefully soon. We got another episode coming up. It's dope just to get in here, just to chop it up. You know, listen to life from other people's perspective. You know, yeah. like... Your story, bro, is definitely motivating, you know, and you're just just some guy that I met from Instagram, bro. That's it, man. It's <laughs> just crazy, dude. That's how it's always been, and I try to show my face to people, you know? Yeah. That's definitely, if they're giving me product and stuff, you know, I at least want to show my face for them. For to sure. Kind of like, oh, yeah, this is what he looks like, you know? Like, yeah. You know, instead of like being just emailing somebody. Yeah. Not even seeing their face, but like, it's like, you know... You see, that's like more like give me, give me, give me in a way. For sure. But like, you know, you show someone's face or your face and, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, this guy actually, he means what he's saying. And yeah. Like, you know, it's good person to person. Definitely, man. We'll catch a session soon. No doubt. No doubt. All right, D. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Uh, this is Downtime with Downstar and we out. Peace.